Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Only let go of me. I think you're worth on my neck, me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here. The martini, shaken, not stirred. Hello, kiddies! You may fire when ready. In the red corner, standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds, is the Eclectic Collective! Welcome back to the Eclectic Collective Show. And we need you to put your seats and tray tables in their full and upright positions because it is time for the filler episode. Yay, filler! <laughs> filler. <laughs> Everybody's had that episode in their favorite show where it just filled in the time. I'm Matt. <laughs> I'm Ryan. I'm Brian. I'm Jim. And we have Gerald McDaniel back. Call him Mac. Welcome back, man. Yeah, no problem. You know what I'm saying? I'm back. <laughs> I'm up in here. This is, uh, we're going to talk about everything that's been on our minds in this episode. And I know we all have a bunch of stuff. Uh, you know, first off, I want to talk about our expectations from seeing the Captain Marvel uh, trailer. You know, did, did, like, everybody's, is everyone here caught up mm-hmm. on all the Marvel MCU? Oh, yeah. yeah. Are you, Matt? Well, so what are you expecting out of this? Now that we've seen the trailer from Captain Marvel, what are you expecting uh, to come out when we see Captain Marvel leading up to the last Avengers movie? I mean, I my expectation is that it. I mean, they're it's going to, uh, based on what I've seen in this initial trailer, is that it's going to tie in a lot of the different storylines. Yeah, um, it's going to bring in a lot of the backs, the Nick Fury backstory with. Um, some of the Guardians backstory um, with that initial uh, heel character that was in the first one. Uh, They're going to, they're tying, I think they're going to be, you know, sewing up what they've been building to with this movie a lot. I kind of expect that there's going to be some kind of end credit scene that's going to, I mean, I think this is, it's going to set it up to where obviously she's going to come into the Avengers movie as you know the mm-hmm. the t- the tilting factor somehow, 
Um, and uh, I think that we'll have an end credit scene that's going to set us up for Avengers. Um, but I just I think it's going to be tying her in, bringing her into the MCU, and possibly being taken over and filling the role, the Iron Man role, maybe. Yeah. Um, as the lead um, uh, character that's going to be the like one taking that, over, taking over and making the cameos and all the new character films and stuff. You know, like that. I would be okay if they ended the Avengers. Like you, you didn't yeah. mention the or you know mention. Hey, do you remember the Avengers? <laughs> but like, have new teams, new storyline, and like, I, I mean, I, I I hope. I mean, it's horrible to say, but I would like for Tony Stark to pass on. Mm-hmm. I would like for you know Captain America to pass on. I'm ready for Thor to pass on. Well, I, mean, I don't the, think the he will kill Thor, but I think Thor should go back and. Uh, you know, restart Asgard. I think he's know. too strong to kill off. Yeah, I think you can. I, I mean, I, I I don't think you're going to kill off. I don't think they will kill off Tony. I thought they were. In I Infinity really War thought they did for a I second. Thought it happened. I it thought it was. Ha- I thought it was happening. But um, I think it was. I think that was a head fake by yeah. Mar by MCU. I think that was the head fake. You know, because mm-hmm. everybody was like, so we're gonna see. You know, they're gonna restart and reboot, and all the OGs are gonna go away, and the new characters gonna be the ones taking the helm. But at the end of Infinity War, we're left with the OGs still. Yes. Yeah. And the only the OGs. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> how do you bring in everybody and then leave the originals in there? That's why I hope that, you know, they like take out at least Tony Stark and uh, Steve Rogers because they pretty much started. Tony Stark started it. Yes. And I thought with this past Avengers, because it was the 10 year anniversary. That had been the perfect place to end it. Yes. Ten years, you you started the MCU. This is our ode to you. Thank mm-hmm. you for being a part of the MCU yes. and making it what it is. But no, it's like the, like they can't let him go. Like they can't. They, it's like he started it and he's one of the biggest money makers. So let's let's drain him for every yeah. ounce of character we can out of him. And I think I think Captain Marvel. You know I. I it being that it's going to take place in the 90s i think it's it's a i mean it's another origin story which you know but they i th- do their it's it's best. going to be an origin story but i think it's going to be a really good one it's going to be one of the better origin stories because there's so many stories they're going to tie up yeah, yeah. bring in together cuz i mean you got the nick fury you got the guardians you, guardians. Got, you got a whole thing you got a lot of stuff that's going to be interwoven in this and kind of brought into the mix so yeah i i just hope they you know they get to closing it yeah i'm ready for a close like you know and i know avengers, i'm ready for the next chapter yes, yeah and we all Turn we all know the page we all know that avengers is going to end starting something right else. yes but i heard in the mcu uh up you know uppity uppers i don't know what you call that the yes the big big wigs but i heard that they're not going to do any mcu is not going to do any more movies I, where yeah. they have a collective of major characters just like, independent individual independent movies yeah. it's going to be independent movies and small like small groups they're not going to have any more movies with big groups like the avengers have that many characters I mean, in the know, same movie i don't know why you'd want you know of course, yeah let's not make any more billion dollar movies yeah let's, no. let's just not do that well you know like uh, in the avengers i i can see in some way like it's really overwhelming but can you imagine the cost of 
those movies because you have well, I mean, some of the biggest paid actors. Oh, yeah. in well, I mean, all of you know, Hollywood. like of Infinity War, I think they boasted a three hundred million dollar budget. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I mean, that's a lot of movie, but uh, that's a lot of money. But you also made over a billion back. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot more. More. <laughs> I, yeah. I wonder if the last Avengers will be the like I'll highest take, grossing. Guys, I'll take that return on investment any day. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, just saying. Just saying. I'm excited about the Captain Marvel. Like I'm very said, excited. I, about I can't it. wait to see. Way, way more excited than I was about Ant Man and Wasp. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm way oh, more excited down. about this. Yeah. I'm excited to see where it's going to lead into the new Avengers. I'm ready to see what Brie Larson brings to the series. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm also Marvel's took a lot of my money. Yeah. yeah. So I am a. Uh, I am ready to see what the new. Let's just be honest. Disney's been taking a well, lot of too. my money because the Star Wars and. Yeah, I'm ready else. to see what the new generation's going to bring to the Marvel MCU. Yes, I'm ready for the the next thing. Yeah. Well, I heard uh, Disney is done with Star Wars standalones. Because of how bad, because of how bad uh, Solo how did. Solo did. Man, I like Solo. I, I thought like it was Solo. amazing. And I've I never even seen that movie yet. It's well, good. good. I mean, are you it's a Star really Wars good. fan? Mac? I mean, and, I'm. It's all right. I yeah. mean, I got a roommate that's just heavy yeah, into heavy it, where into he it, has yeah. this whole man cave just dedicated to yeah. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I mean, the standalone, the the Solo was an origin story. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. But it was good. I mean, and I thought it was amazing. It, it it gave a lot of detail to parts of Han Solo's life that you didn't know all these years later. And it, like, there you was, have a lot of people that just hate, love yeah, hating things. But not and, to ruin anything, but there was a surprise in the movie that was specifically there to set up future movies. Yeah. And, and a big story arc. That apparently they're just going to mm-hmm. let go and die because... And I was super excited about Because it. the people who wouldn't go see the movie already hating the movie. Well, it's... That's it's, like... That is that is our world today. Yeah. Yeah. Just hate it before. That is true. But hurt America. Yeah. But hurt America. That's because, why I don't really read anything. Yeah. Because I feel that in my heart that if that movie is going to actually be good for me... Yeah. Then why should I care about what anybody else Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, yeah, man. man. Amen. I I wish that was the mentality of everybody, but it seems like people, you know, keyboard Nazis want to just yeah. find stuff to <laughs> All right. I want to squeak it because we don't have a lot of time on this episode. I want to squeak something in. Uh, a note from our military comedies episode. We were struggling in our discussion trying to figure out comedies that dealt with terrorism, but we did not mention... Team America World Police. <laughs> I still haven't seen that movie. Yeah, I've I never seen that. You, you say, yeah. you, you tell me yeah. I should watch this movie. It's so, <laughs> it, it's so inappropriate. Yeah. But it's so funny. I and mean, it's, it's Matt Matt Stone and Trey Parker from South Park yeah. who created it. And it's puppets. It's literally, it's marionette puppets. puppets. <laughs> and, but it's so funny. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, so that, that fills in. So that... That's all about terrorism. That's all about terrorism. Is it about the terrorism we know or yes. a different kind? No, it's about it's about uh, Muslim terrorists. All oh, right. Uh, uh, oh, and, and Kim Jong-un. And Kim Jong-un? And Kim Jong-un. Oh, wow. So that's two. With I bet there's a lot with Kim yeah, Jong-un we just don't know about. Uh, so what do y'all think of Maroon 5 being announced the halftime show at the Super Bowl this year? Eh, it's, yeah. I think it's, you know, I think it's... <laughs> Mac, Mac was excited. <laughs> you a Maroon 5 fan over there, bro? No, not really. I think it's... No. I just like the fact that you just said something and then I just had to look at the character <laughs> in the mirror. It's like, oh, oh my God, they're coming. They're doing it. 
Um, I think it's a. It's happening. I think it's a safe, you know. Yeah. Bet. yeah. You know, it's in this era of, you know, post uh, Timberlake Jackson. Yeah, you know, I think event. Lady Gaga set the standard. Yeah, she did. Of how that woman shows. put on a yeah. killer show, and yeah. I'm not even I'm not even a big fan of her music, I'm but she is an either. entertainer beyond belief. I'm not a huge fan either, but man, dude, she put on a show. Yeah, she can. I I think she set the standard of how all shows should be because I've we've seen some crap in that like they're not even exciting to watch. Like yeah. I wasn't even that excited to watch Lady Gaga. Yeah, and then I actually sat down and watched it, and I was amazed. I'd like to see. To I'd like to see what Pink could do. Yeah, yeah Pink like could do some yeah. good, do some good stuff there, uh, and uh, Jordan Peele uh, hosting the new Twilight, Twilight. Zone show. That could be I interesting. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be good. That'd be really interesting. That. I would like to see that. I would love because to he see did because he did direct that Get Out. Movie. Oh, that was great. Yeah, he wrote. It I still have. I've got to watch. Oh, it's I so still good. Have not watch Get Out yet. It. I was telling Brian. Brian hasn't seen it either because oh, he so says good. he hasn't seen a good, yeah, uh, like horror. It's not really a horror movie, but it's a suspense it's thriller perfect, yeah. uh, movie, and I think it's one of the best mm-hmm. I've seen in a long time. And but like Jordan Peele, if y'all seen the trailer of the Twilight Zone, yeah, yeah, yeah. his voice matches like the stuff, you know, the music yeah. and everything. And uh, like he he's a a decent actor outside of Key and Peele stuff, but he's a really interesting writer and director. Yeah, yeah, man, and his stuff fits that Twilight Zone. Like I could see Get Out the that storyline in a Twilight Zone yeah, type yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. So is did you have anything? What's on y'all's minds? Come on, Brian, you're quiet over there. Close down your laptop. <laughs> And Sorry. talk to us, bro. Well, I see, the, see if there was an upset. There wasn't. Uh, we're watching the Syracuse Clemson game. Um, <laughs> I got a, a couple of things. Um, I got a bunch of stuff. But um, did y'all see um, the uh, photos they released this week from uh, the set of the new Terminator with Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold and Linda? I haven't Linda. seen yeah. I'm going to have to They're reuniting Arnold the and original. Linda yep. Hamilton, the original uh, characters, but the set photos look really yeah, cool. What's the T one thousand looking like this time? I mean, he's gonna look. The, looks... He's gonna look the same, but yeah. I mean, it's. But the thing is, is who's gonna be fighting? That's what we don't know yet. Yeah. Who is the new who's Terminator the new gonna be? Yeah, yeah. Is he going back to being the bad one from the beginning? Is he? I mean, what are we going with? You know, here. That's what so, I need. I, I want to hear him say T nine thousand. Yeah. So uh, made out of everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a crystal nanobite. Couple, couple <laughs> other things. Um, I just finished reading um, uh, Jay, Jim Ross's book, um, the, announcer mm, the announcer from Wrestling Announcer, Slobberknocker. Mm. Uh, if you're a wrestling fan, I highly recommend the book. It's <laughs> yeah. really, a really good read. Is um, it as uh, like? Does it have as many cuss words as he? <laughs> Like says in like his like podcasts and stuff like that. Uh, this is Jim Ross, not not, that, Jim or, not Jim Cornette. Oh, okay, sorry. Not Jim oh Cornette, not tennis yeah. racket guy. All right, this is J- good old Jr. Jr. Okay, Jr. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. fire. Also Yeah, I and, got you. Uh, the guy who had the stroke. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy. Bell's palsy. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a good read to learn how he came up in the wrestling business mm-hmm. and uh, and everything. Have you read it, Ryan? I haven't, but I want to just because I love it. It's super interesting. But one of the biggest takeaways um, that I had from it was just how crappy every promotion treated Gordon Mm. solely. Yeah, I know. 
I mean, I didn't know that he was crapped on so bad. I mean, by every promotion, even uh, McMahon. When Man. McMahon bought Georgia Championship Wrestling, um, that was the first thing he did was uh, fired Gordon mm-hmm. Sully and got rid of him because yeah. he was too old. Mm-hmm. He was too old. He's the greatest announcer ever. He was the greatest announcer. And Hands even down. Jim Ross says that in his book. Is you think so? Gordon? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Gordon. To me, when I think announcer, I think Gorilla Monsoon. You know, I could see like, that. Because his voice, I don't know. It might just be my nostalgia because as I was growing up, mm-hmm. Gorilla Monsoon was yeah. the announcer. I could see that. But, man, him him calling and Jesse Ventura mm-hmm. giving color, mm-hmm. that was a great combo um, uh, for several years. But, man, dude, nobody put people over like Gordon, Gordon Soley, Soley. What I loved about him the most, he could just do it on his own. He but, didn't need nobody it, else around him. But it wasn't like, you know, with Gorilla and Jesse, it was a, there was a, a level of um, uh, scripting. It was a little scripted, yeah. being a little scripted. But with Gordon Soley, he made it feel real. Mm-hmm. Just like mm-hmm. Arn Anderson made his promos sound yeah. real and yeah. feel now, real. My nostalgia for that is Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan. I love that duo. Yeah, They're Bobby, probably my favorite yeah. duo. But another thing I found out was that, and I didn't, I, y'all may know this, y'all may look at me like I'm an idiot, but I'm pretty sure. Y'all remember, y'all, do y'all remember the referee from the WWF days, Joey Morella? Yeah, Gorilla Monsoon's son. I did not know he was Gorilla Monsoon's son. Yeah. He I, was I his, did not know that. He was his adopted really. son. He, he's the one that refereed Andre and Hogan in WrestleMania 3. Oh, okay. okay. But yeah, he died in a car accident. Yes, he was in a bad car accident yeah. and died. And Gorilla Monsoon adopted him? Yeah, he adopted that, him. See, that is unheard of in that world. Yeah. yeah. Like a wrestler. His wife at the time, well, his wife through his whole life. Yeah, he just adopted Joey, and then he became Joey Morella. That's insane. Yeah. Because, you know, most of the time wrestlers in living that life have children and then are never around yep. yeah. and yeah. he adopted a child all right i'm gonna try to squeeze in one more thing um there is a new show about to come on history channel called project blue book mm. um if you haven't seen the 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 trailers for it mm. look it up it's really project interesting blue book yeah um it is uh and this is going to go we're, we're probably going to bring this in on our conspiracy show mm, uh, but this it. this uh series revolves around the united states air force's true real life investigations into ufo encounters oh, and, unex- I'm, and unexplained I'm in that and I'm unexplained phenomenon it was and it they they literally called it it was the third um uh, it was the third instance and the longest instance because they had uh, two pr- previous um, um, uh, investigations called Sign, one called Grudge. They were very short. Uh, Project Blue Book lasted from 1952 to 1970. I'm all about it. I'm all um, and they've already kind of hinted on it because there's another show on the History Channel called In Search Of with Zachary Quinto. And it's Zachary Quinto, baby. And that's a it's that show is Zachary Quinto in real life going out trying to Zachary's really big into conspiracy and and other things, like uh, trying to prove other things. And um, he um, uh, goes out in this show trying to find the experts Mm -hmm. to see if they can really prove themselves. Mm -hmm. And he actually put a guy claiming to be abducted by aliens through he he was like I, the guy was like put me through a lie detector test I want to do this I want to do that Zachary made it all happen and the dude failed mis- <laughs> mis- failed the lie detector test miserably <laughs> and Zachary the whole time was like man I wanted this to be true and I know you still believe it but you know 
Yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm all in it, man. You had me at UFOs. But, uh, yeah, I was Project, Project Blue Book is the okay. show I want you to look for. I'm on the, I've written it down. The trailer looks, it, it looks fantastic. I'm definitely, anything with aliens. <laughs> and, and they believe they have found the lost city of Atlantis. Mm. Oh, you, yeah. Have y'all heard this? No, have I haven't heard this, no. Um, the, uh, there's a circle in the Sahara Desert called the Eye of the Sahara. And uh, they have recently been doing um, uh, they've been doing measurements mm-hmm. of it uh, from satellite because you can't really because of the region you can't really get in there to study oh, it yeah. locally. But they've been doing if you look up um, Lost City of Atlantis Sahara um, and they zoom in on it and they take Plato's drawings and descriptions of the region and everything it pretty much matches a hundred percent and the eye of the sahara has been in our view it's been you know uh, open in public yeah. for you know centuries yeah uh we've known about it since our first satellite photos picked it up and um but they believe now that they they are scientifically able to match it to plato's description of the lost city of atlantis i, yeah, that I love stuff cool. like that yeah. man that Brings so, in the I past, like that. yeah. conspiracy. That's, and all, stuff. that's all. I know I'm taking up a lot of the time, but I just I tr- I got so many cool no, things yeah. that are happening. Yeah, that I wanted to get them in there. <laughs> I got. I'm, I'm passionate, man. I'm passionate. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, like I'll be interested in that show right there. Um, music wise, I'm gonna plug somebody. I introduced Matt. I think this week, Andrew Peterson. Oh yeah, man. If you haven't really heard good. Andrew Peterson, he performed where I work. And just amazing artist and songwriter. And, and like he's around like that style of that singer songwriter. Yeah. He is Christian, but it a lot of his stuff isn't really centered around right. that stuff. Right. But you know, he that singer songwriter, he's got an amazing voice and his arrangements and his music are not that uh like okay, so like when he, when you get to that praise and worship stuff I can't. I know. I, I appreciate yeah. it. I respect it. Uh, there is some praise and worship music I can get right. into if I'm in the mood, but I can't. I'm not. I can't really. I'm not a big fan of praise and worship music, but stuff like with like uh, uh, Andrew Peterson. Andrew, Andrew Peterson. Um, you know, he takes his style that style that that folksy singer songwriter simple mm-hmm. acoustic arrangement with singing, and he has good meaning behind the music. He has a story. Uh, like what was that first one you sent me? Yeah, the song. it was about his son. Uh-huh. He, uh huh. He, it was I, amazing. While I'm pulling that up, because I I can't even remember the song title, but he, like Matt said, he has that type of voice that you would go to the Ryman and, and hear him sing like acoustic. That's all he did at Lifeway. Yeah. So he's amazing. While I'm pulling that song up, let me also just plug. We talked about this later. Um, be kind to yourself. That was the song. Be kind to yourself, um, yeah. We were talking about this earlier. I'm going to go on and just say this real quick. Wrestling, please, 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 please start noticing the younger talent. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, let's get off the we're, – we're recreating too much. The Shield thing, don't get me wrong. Seth Rollins, probably the greatest one right now to me. Yes. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, but it's time to start noticing Dude, the NXT can, stars. Can you please do something with Bobby Roode? Can you please yeah. – do something with yeah. Oscar. What happened to Rude, man? Oscar, like he do was something with Oscar. Oh, he's Get, basically he's basically uh, just hyping up. I'm sorry. He's no, basically just ch- hyping up uh, Chad Gable. Oh yeah, that Gable yeah. guy. Oh okay. And it's I, like every time he says doing. glorious, it's like yeah. Y'all see my son? Say it again. 
Of course. <laughs> but yeah, but, I, but he's such a, he's got a great intro. He's got it all, dude, and he can wrestle and he can work. And yeah. I mean, he's he's a top guy. I think. I really, I, I really hope that when they bring in Velveteen Dream, yes, yes, I hope they do wonders with that guy. Yeah, but he's really dude, good. That man is he's phenomenal. He's, he's a, a work that course. is a great character. Yeah, is a great character. And let me say also. Uh, I'm looking forward to this movie. It's a Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in America, the Charles Manson. Yeah, okay, is. so Burt Reynolds passed away, and he had a part. Well, now Bruce Dern has taken over that part, which I love Bruce yeah, Dern anyway. Yeah. But I am so excited because if you look at the pictures, Margot Robbie is looks just like Sharon Tate. And I'm oh, all wow. about Looks just like her. Wow. I am all about that movie, and I'm excited, and that's mine. I mean, when does it, uh, when does it come out? Next Christmas? That'll be a nice little family movie. Christmas this year or next, next year? year? I believe. Next year, okay. But you know, Tarantino takes time. Yeah, he takes so movies, much time with his. But movies. they're always worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Like he will, he like he, he'll announce a movie two years ago, and you'll see it within the next two years. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but he's always got a bunch of projects going on at once because he does a lot of. Uh, Dude, have y'all seen the hateful eight? Too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. My God. Okay, I'm sorry. Man. It was. It's once dialogue. upon a time in Hollywood. I'm sorry. Yeah, once upon a time. But in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, changed yeah. the date. It's coming out July 26 next year. So oh, okay. awesome. sooner, a little yeah. sooner. But Channing Tatum, when he was in the hateful eight, yes, and he did that. I guess he did his sample of French Creole or whatnot, because mm-hmm. I think he was supposed to be doing his uh, gambit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thing. yeah. 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 So I think like him just putting that down there is like, yeah, I can actually be a good gambit just yeah. because this is how he sounds. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, have y'all seen Joaquin Phoenix's Joker makeup and do, 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 Yeah. What is what really? is happening? You have to pull it up, Brian. You have to let him see it. Show me the the bean for it. I'm not. Okay, so the suit. Is it worse than Jared Leto? I think so. See, in my opinion, Jared Leto, I've seen that style in comics. Joaquin Phoenix's, it looks like a street clown with no wig. That's what I get from it. Hold I on, mean, wait. it takes it back base more, even more basic than the first Batman with uh, uh, Keaton and Nicholson. Yeah, man, and but at least, at least with that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see, okay, now we are ju- we are speculating. That ain't it, right there. Do what? what? That's that right there is extra Photoshop. That's not the real one. These are from the that's this fans, is from the that's set. fans doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's with fans it. doing stuff. See, and now we're all we're we're on the speculation train because this could be like something he's trying out, and then maybe later on in the movie he will have a more right. like, comic book presence Joker. Later but the thing the is, book, though, it's, is why are why are we doing base. why are we doing a Walking Phoenix? It? Yeah, and why are we using Walking Phoenix, who's you. like what? 50 years old 50. yeah in an origin story in an origin story why is I that I don't happening? get it it can't this is this is the only thing I can say I would be okay with this alright yes he you know with even though he's 50 he you know they make people be younger in movies so he can technically be like early 40s yeah. You know, even though he is in his 50s, they can, like, play him off as he's in his early 40s. Well, he just doesn't age well. But the only way I can accept this is if they play it to where Jared uh, Jared Leto's Joker is Jason Todd and not the real Joker. But do you think they're mm-hmm. really going to make him a part of the full-on uh, Justice League DC? No, I don't, think, I don't think DC knows what the heck is going yeah, on exactly. here. Exactly. Like, <laughs> I think they're like... <laughs> I think they're like exactly. uh, uh, oh origin story. Let's do it. Let's make some. Let's make some quick money. Make it cheap. 
so we can make more money on uh, off of it than anything. And oh, and then at, at their uh, think tank table, they're like, "So is this going to fit into the the DCU?" I don't know. I don't want to think about that right now. Let's make the movie, and then we can tie it in later if we want to. I'm like, oh my god, can you not take? Can you not look at what Marvel has done the past ten years? And take a few notes. It's not that hard. Yeah, it's not that hard. They they no. have a simple. They have a plan. They already planned out. They planned out when Iron Man one came out. They had no idea it was going to be that big. No, they had no plan. Mm-hmm. Iron Man two came out, and they had a seven year plan. Mm-hmm. Yes, they had a seven year plan from when Iron Man two, Captain Marvel, and Thor came out. They already planned the next. They planned seven the years. next seven years. And Faith. after that seven years, and it was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Yes. they were like, "Man, keep it going. Let's go all the way to Thanos. Let's keep it going." Yeah, we're it was like a huge billions. rubber band ball that they made. Yes, yes, exactly. Versus DC was like where they tried. Yeah. And they're fitting everything in. The only thing that's not fitting in is what Fox is doing, but now they're going to erase all that yes. and start incorporating that stuff into the MCU. So that gives them more directions. We can stop Adventures, and now we could do a Fantastic Four and maybe team up with X-Men. Maybe. <laughs> who knows? Who knows where it could go? You know, now that they... When they got... Uh, um, Spider-Man back. Mm-hmm. That was a huge, huge, huge step forward for Marvel. You know, they worked so hard to yeah, get him back. And now that made a whole new... You can make seven movies with Spider-Man alone Easy. and they will all make all close makes to a billion dollars. Yes. Uh, so, like, MCU has done it. So they made it to where they can all work together or they can all stand alone. Yeah. And DC, every time they come out with the movie, they're like... I don't know. Let's see how good the movie goes. And then if we want to make something better, then, but then when they first started with, uh, when, you know, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman came out and it did so well. And then, you know, uh, the Man of Steel movie did really well. And they're like, Oh man, how can we quickly get on the Marvel train? Let's go ahead and do Batman versus Superman and then do a justice. They rushed it. They rushed it. And they rushed it. They had quick. they had no yeah, they, they had no foundation built. They're like, let's just go ahead and build on what Marvel has already done. Number Flash one. ain't even did nothing. No, no. Aquaman just now getting his getting his movie come later on this uh, year. And let me tell you, I think now that they have already scratched a bunch of uh, DC mm-hmm. movies <laughs> off the list. I don't think I don't think anybody's going to care to see Aquaman. No, they're I gonna think it's going like, to tank. Yeah, they're going to be because like, there's already rumors. See it. There's already rumors about uh, them scrapping the Legion of Doom that they set up at the end of the Justice yes. League movie. They're talking about scrapping that, and I'm like, are you kidding me? If you're if all this yeah. is swirling mm-hmm. and you got a, a blockbuster movie supposed to come out this year, it's going to tank. Everything mm-hmm. is scrapped. Suicide Squad two scrapped. Everything is on hold. Everything is on hold. The only thing that's not on hold right now. Is the Walking Wa- Phoenix Joker? Yeah, which unless, makes no sense. Unless they are playing, unless a new think tank. See, I'm 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 trying. I'm a DC over Marvel. Right. I'm probably the only one in here. No, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm DC over Marvel, but not in movies. Movies have just I don't animated know what movies. Doing. They actually. I wish they would have just took notes from that. Exactly. DC Amen. is just ridiculous with the animated movies. Man, they are awesome. I just I, I just got bought the. Uh, the DC Universe uh, subscription, mm. yeah, uh, to their universe, man, and they've got a ton of great Especially animation. Especially the Flashpoint Paradox, yes. exactly. If oh they, my gosh! The only thing that would that can save it is if Joker, the origin story, is the reset is the button. Reset. Yeah, that can be the only thing that could be like okay, reset. 
We're going to start a Joker. We're going to bring in a new Batman. Mm-hmm. Forget everything we did up to this point. It's all... You can take it or leave it. But from Joker, reset, bring in new Batman, bring in new Superman now that Henry Cavill is out. Right. And let's start it over. So let's, that's actually true then. Well, well... They haven't made an official announcement at all. I think... And Henry Cavill was very vague in his response. Yeah. It wasn't very definitive. But they, they haven't signed a new contract. That's why they're not re-upping a contract. And Matt was talking about the other day that Netflix just handed him a boatload of cash. To be the Witcher in the Witcher series, Netflix oh, wow. series. Really? From yes. the video game, The okay. Witcher. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's, his, uh, that's his new project. And cool. they've handed him more money than he ever got from the Oh, Warner I would have took that deal. Yeah. So, any closing thoughts? We got one more minute here. Anything that has come up that I'm excited about Captain Marvel, as we were talking about, yeah. Creed two, and Creed the two. new Halloween. I'm excited t- about Venom, and hopefully they'll Venom. bring in Carnage. Yeah. I'm excited about A Star Is Born. I am. That is like my. I mean, even over Venom and all that, I don't know. I love the because I think A Star Is Born is going to start the Academy Award race. The race for the rest yeah. of the year. I am totally not excited for. Eddie Murphy and the Grumpy Old Man remake. No. Man, no, no. <laughs> Brian, anything? You have said nothing, bro. <laughs> You're stewing. I see you stewing over I here. I am what excited is... about this lunch I'm about to go have. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one thing I want to throw at you, because um, our last episode, uh, the military comedies, yeah. you were kind of taken back about Penny Marshall and mm-hmm. her and directing uh, Renaissance Man. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, you know, it's just a few movies that she uh, directed. Jumping Jack Flash. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big with Tom Hanks. Wow. Aw- Awakenings with Robert De Niro and Robin Williams. Yep. I think a I'm League a Penny of their, Marshall fan. A League of Their Own, The Preacher's Wife. I mean. Wow. Yeah. not on the list? So why is she? Huh? Was Stripes not on the list? This is Penny Marshall's direction. Oh, okay. Directing. Okay. This is yeah. a movie she directed. No, we did talk about Stripes in our military. Definitely. Oh, yeah. We definitely talked about that. But we were, he was kind of taken back because Penny Marshall obviously coming from Laverne and Shirley mm-hmm. fame yeah. uh, has become a fantastic direct writer yes, and director. Yes. And she knows how to tug at those heartstrings. Yeah. And, mm. dude, she has directed some fantastic movies that we love. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, I didn't realize. She must be yeah. an, an underrated director. So. Uh, we want to thank y'all for joining us. Uh, thank you for hearing the ramblings of our fill-in episode. Fill-in, uh, wrap-up number one. Yeah, wrap-up number one. Be sure to join us uh, next time. I'm Matt. I'm Ryan. I'm Brian. I'm Jim. And our special guest. Jarrell McDaniel. Yeah, we'll see you next time. <laughs>